So tonight, I want to I wanna talk to you tonight about freedom. I'm going to be looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 3, looking at verses 12 to 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 12 to 18. There's something about freedom. And I don't know that we walk in a freedom that we should walk in. I don't know that we understand the freedom that we have. Hopefully tonight we'll have a better understanding. Spirit of God, have your way. Are we there? Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull. For to this day, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with, every, with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So Paul here is speaking to the church about a veil. You see, because when, when Moses went up to the mountain and he received the commandments from God, Scripture says that when he came down from the mountain, his face showed the glory of God. And when the people saw that, they were afraid. So Moses would hide his face. And whenever he would go in and talk to the Lord, he would uncover his face. He would come out, tell the Israelites what the Lord had to say, and then he would cover his face again to hide the glory of God because the people were afraid. And what happened was a veil was, was placed as a boundary between the people and between God. And eventually, that same veil was a cover between their hearts and God. That veil, it says that it was placed on their heads and it, and it made them become dull. That word dull means a lack of understanding. So what happened was when they were listening to the covenant of God, they didn't understand the fullness of God. And because they were afraid, they couldn't see the glory. They didn't want to see the glory of God. They, were, they became dull. They lacked in understanding. Do we have anybody in here that's a little dull tonight? A little lacking in understanding? Is there anybody in here tonight that's got a veil over their hearts? See, because before I met Jesus, there was a veil covering my heart. In my eyes, in my face, in my mind. And I couldn't see. You ever been in a situation where um, you were doing something for so long and, and you thought you were doing it the right way, and then all of a sudden somebody comes to you and says, Hey, why are you doing it that way? Let me show you a new way, a better way. And then they show it to you and you're like, Where the heck you been all in my life? You ever happened to you? See, this is where the Israelites were for thousands of years. They were stuck in routine. We get stuck in routine. The way we pray, the way we read, the way we seek God. And see, because they were stuck in routine, they became dull. There was a lack of understanding. 
But the, but the scripture says where the spirit is, there's freedom. They didn't understand that they had freedom waiting for them. The process of freedom was just starting, but they were lacking in understanding. And because they were lacking in understanding, they lacked freedom. You see, understanding is the key that unlocks the door to freedom. And that's what the spirit of the Lord does. When he comes in, he gives us freedom. And Jesus is the only way that we can get to the spirit of the Lord. See, because Jesus is the one that caused the spirit of the Lord to come. You know, what's interesting is, is that on the day that he died on the cross, they said the veil was torn from top to bottom. That means the veil was taken away. The spirit of the Lord had come and freedom had arrived. But yet they still had veils over their hearts. Is there anybody in here that's got a veil over their heart? Lacking understanding. You know, the prayer I um, prayed earlier was for the Lord to just take my flesh and kill it. Right? Because I believe that the reason why we have a veil over our face is because a lot of the times there's flesh involved. Until we really allow the spirit of God to come in and really move in our lives, we have a veil covering our hearts. And freedom is at a distance. It's not freely available to us. But the scripture says where the Lord is, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's something about freedom. And I don't know that we as Christians are living a life of freedom. I know when I walk around and as I talk to men and if I see, as I see Christians living their life, I see a life of bondage. I see a life of, of being trapped, of life of slavery. And the reality is, is that we're not slaves anymore. We're free people. The freedom has come. We don't have to be slave men, have a slave mentality. Now we have, we have the mind of Christ. The spirit of the Lord dwells within us. And we should walk more free than we have been, than we do. Freedom. Is there anybody here that's free? Is there anybody in here that knows freedom? See, because if you know Jesus, then you know freedom. Because his spirit lives in you. And if the spirit of the Lord is with you, then freedom is there. Can we talk about freedom tonight? Can we talk about what freedom gives us and what freedom allows us to do. You see, freedom is revealing, freedom is liberating, and freedom is transforming. Let's talk about that first one. Freedom is revealing. Scripture says, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Moses talks about this veil and how this veil caused them to have dullness. They were lacking understanding. They didn't get it. But we know that when the spirit of God comes on the scene, that all revelation comes. See, there's nothing that you know about God that didn't come from the spirit of God. Everything that you've heard, that you believe, came from the spirit of God. When Peter was standing before Jesus, he said, you are the son of God. And Jesus said, you did not know that. But that came from my father, who is the spirit. See, every revelation that you've ever received came from the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Freedom is revealing. See, when we seek God, when we we ask God to show us different things, 
It's his spirit that comes in, reveals truth to us. You ever read a scripture and, and you just didn't understand it? You looked at it and just was like Greek to you. You're like, what in the world is, is that saying? And then all of a sudden, either you pray or you speak to a pastor, elder or somebody and they bring light to that scripture. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, revelation comes. Right. That's because the spirit of God is, is dwelling there. The spirit of God is revealing truth of that word. And the only way that you can get revelation is through the spirit. And the only way that you get the spirit is through Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ is the answer. Amen. He is the one that allows the spirit to come. Scripture says that the disciples did not know anything that happened while they were walking with Jesus until the Spirit of God came and revealed all the truth to them. Then it said they, they realized what he was saying and the truth was revealed to them. Scripture says two were walking on the way to, uh, uh, is it Damascus? Emmaus. And another one came and started walking, and he started opening up the scriptures to them and, and revealing all the truth that they had heard for the last three years they were walking with Christ. And when they realized it, they ran back and told everybody that they had seen Jesus. He revealed truth to them. See, freedom, the freedom that the Spirit brings, brings revelation. Revelation of who we are, why we're here. You ever asked the question, Lord, Why? Why am I here, Lord? Lord, what do you want from me? What am I supposed to do, Lord? And all of a sudden, revelation comes. Because the Spirit of God is with you. And he brings freedom. And freedom brings revelation. See, without freedom, we don't have revelation. We, we remain dull. We remain lacking understanding. And the problem with that is, is that we don't have the whole story. You know, some things you can, you can get by with having half the story with some things. But when it comes to God, you need the whole story. You need to have the revelation of it all. And if you don't have the spirit of God with you, then you don't have revelation. So you only have half the story, so you're lacking understanding. I wonder how many of us are lacking understanding. And because of that, we don't walk in the freedom that God has given to us. Freedom is revealing. You know, when I, um, when I first started to really dig and study and, and, and take classes and, and all that stuff in, in reference to just building myself up, I thought that I was building myself up. I thought that I was kind of um, making myself better. But the reality of it was is that the Spirit of God was directing my path. He was leading me to each class, to each revelation, to each step, to each growth. Amen. Revelation of who I was came. And once that revelation comes, you can't go back. Once you receive revelation, you can't go back. Because now truth has came. And now that you have truth, you have to do something with it. Where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. Yes. And the only way, the only way that you can access the spirit of God is through Jesus Christ. You see, that's why he said, wait until the gift my father said he would send comes. Amen. Because when that gift comes, then revelation would come. 
When that gift comes, he'll reveal to you all the things that you need to know about me. That you may be who you're supposed to be. That you may have the image of me. See, we're supposed to be the image of Christ. The only way that we can become the image of Christ is through his spirit. And that's through him revealing to us his truths. Revealing to us who we are. Convicting of us of our sin. Telling us when we've gone the wrong way. We've gone down the wrong path. We're not being who we're called to be. And that's why we need to kill the flesh. Because the flesh keeps wanting to step in and take control. But the spirit needs to be in control. So that we are spirit walkers and not flesh walkers. Living a life truly from freedom. Is there anybody in here that can live a life of freedom? Is there anybody that wants a life of freedom? Is there anybody in here that still has a veil over their hearts? Because if you, if, if, you, if you don't have the spirit of God with you, then you have a veil. It's plain and simple because he's the only one that brings revelation. The Israelites went for thousands of years doing the same thing over and over again. Worshiping the same way. Going to the temple. Doing everything over and over again, but they lost what was important to them, which was the spirit of God. See, there's, there's, there's the law, and then there's the spirit of the law. You see, what they, they only had half the story. They only had the law. They didn't have the other half, which was why the law was the law. You see, the spirit of the law is what makes the law the law. When they made the speeding law, when they said you can't go over 55 miles an hour, right? Or you get stopped and you get a ticket. I wrote a lot of tickets. <laughs> I used to write 800 tickets a year, right? So they say, well, you stopped me. Why are you stopping me? Why are you speeding? The law says 55. But you never really thought, why did they make the law 55? See, the spirit behind the law was to save your life. Because they realized that at certain speeds, once you get over a certain speed, the crashes that would happen would cause fatalities. So they said, okay, we'll lower the speed to this, this point so that we can have less fatalities. The spirit of the law, the spirit behind the law, is what created the law. See, and what the Israelites were missing was the spirit behind the law. Thus, they were walking in the law, and that's why the law kills. But the spirit sets you free. See, once I understood that, hey, there's the spirit behind the 55 was to save my life, that made me want to drive 55. But if I didn't have that, then I would hate the law. I would go against the law. See, we got to have the spirit with us. And the only way is through Jesus Christ. The spirit is revealing. Is there anybody in here that needs freedom tonight? Is there anybody in here that needs freedom? Because we've, we were slaves. No longer are you a slave. No longer are you bound. No longer are the tethers of hell grabbing at you, but you're free. Free. 
I don't know that we really understand that. See, because if we truly, truly understood it, Pastor Frank, if we truly understood freedom, we would be jumping for joy. We'd be yelling and shouting for joy because we would understand what it meant to be free. See, when the Israelites were set free, they didn't understand it. Pastor Frank said on Sunday that when the African-Americans, when, when the Negroes were set free, a lot of them didn't understand it. I think there's times when we don't understand it. But the spirit of the Lord, there's freedom. And that is only through Jesus Christ. Is anybody free tonight? Freedom is liberating. Now, the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The spirit of the Lord is liberating. The word liberating fits perfectly here because it means freeing of a place or a people from enemy occupation. We've been liberated. In World War II, when, when, when the, the United States and the United Armies came into Germany in the different locations and they went into the camps and freed the Jews, they liberated the Jews. They set them free. You've been liberated. You were a captive and you've been set free. You see, in order for someone to be set free, someone to be liberated like this, a stronger force has to come in and take control of the controlling force. See, and a stronger force came in and took control and overpowered the weaker force and set you free. See, when I was in the Army, I was in the 82nd Airborne Division. And we were um, on Ready Division Force 3 when Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait. And within half a day, I was on a plane heading to Saudi Arabia for war. See, we were going to be the liberating force to free Kuwait. But we had to wait a little while to mass our forces up together to bring all the people that we needed so that we would have an overpowering force that we would overpower their defenses and liberate Kuwait. And that's what we did. But check this out. Once we did that, when we left, we left the retaining force to let the enemy know that we were still there. You see, when Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for you, that stronger force came in and set you free, liberated you. What he did was he left the retaining force in the name of the Spirit of God. And that retaining force lets the enemy know that we're still free, that we're still liberated, that they can't come back. We've been liberated. We've been let, set free. Freedom is liberating. I, I, I really don't know if we understand that because I, I look around at Christians and they walk with their faces all cast down and heads bowed down and just walking around miserable. And I'm like, why would anybody want to be a Christian when they're looking at you? <laughs> when you've been set free, no more chains. No more addictions, no more sickness, no more depression. You've been set free. You've been liberated. Freedom is liberating. See, I don't really, I really don't think that we, we really get this. I really don't think that we truly understand what freedom is. And because of that, we remain bound. We remain slaves. You see, here's the thing about freedom. 
We've been liberated, but the enemy is always right there. And the moment that we let the guard down, the moment that we're not walking in the spirit of God, we get back enslaved again. And then all of a sudden, we need freedom again. But we're not designed. God didn't send the spirit here for us to be free, slaves, free, slaves, free, slaves. He sent his spirit here for us to be free. And stop falling back into the slavery. That's why our flesh needs to die. And we need to walk in the spirit, man, so that we can truly be free. We've been liberated, (laughs) y'all. So you don't realize that this is a war. We're, we're in a war. Right? It's not like a conventional wars like we see on TV and that we've heard about. This is, this is a, a, a crazy, behind-the-scenes, strange, powerful war that each and every one of us are involved in. And the great part about it is You're on the free side. You're on the winning side. Because the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And we all have the ability to have the spirit of God with us. Because we accept Jesus Christ as our savior. There's freedom. There's freedom. Man, you know, this makes me want to run around the block. Like, I'm containing myself just kind of walking back. I want to run because I'm free. You know what else? Freedom is transforming. It says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. The spirit of the Lord is transforming with ever-increasing glory. You know what that means? That means as we go from faith to faith, we're being transformed. As we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, we're being transformed. God is transforming us. The freedom that we have is allowing us, he's using us, and he's making things happen in our lives where we're going from faith to faith, from ever-increasing glory to glory, and we're being transformed along the way. We're being changed into his image, into the image of Christ. We're being transformed. Freedom is transforming. You see, you didn't realize this, right? But all your problems, all your struggles... They're designed to transform you, to change you, to make you into the sons and the daughters that you're called to be. Because as you go from faith to faith, from ever increasing glory to glory, you're being transformed into the image of Christ. And that's only through the spirit of God that that happens. It's only through the spirit of God that we can be transformed, that we can be changed. He came to change us. When he came to set the captives free, he didn't just set us free, but he came to change us, to make us, to mold us into true sons and daughters of God. That's why I I say, you know, I'm not I'm not sure that we understand what freedom that we have, the freedom that we have. I'm not sure that we really get it because I'm telling you right now, I feel like running around the block. 
Because if you understood the freedom that you have, you would be jumping for joy. You would be clapping up a storm. You would be praising God because he is that good. I'm reminded of this old uh, Negro song that they would sing. And it goes something like this. Oh, freedom, oh, freedom, oh, freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. No more weeping. No more weeping, no more weeping over me. Before I be a slave, I be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. They'll be singing, they'll be singing. They'll be singing over me. Before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free and go home to my Lord and be free and go home to my Lord and be free. Freedom. Freedom. We've been set free. You know, Galatians 5 verse 1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Don't go back. Don't go back. You're free. Don't let the enemy come and steal your freedom from you. Don't let the flesh man, the flesh woman rise up and steal your freedom and place you back in bondage again. You've been set free. I'm going to end with this. I was reading in Acts 12. And the part where it says that Peter was in jail and the next morning he was going to go before Herod. And he was chained in between two gods. And it says while he was chained in between two gods that an angel came. And the angel kicked him on the side. He said, wake up. Get up. And it says when, he, when the angel kicked him, the chains fell off. And then the angel said, get dressed. Put on your robe. Follow me. And then it says... Peter wasn't sure what was going on because he, he didn't know if he was having a dream or vision or, or if this was really happening. But then it said they passed the first God. And then they passed the second God. 
And then it said they came to the steel gate, and the steel gate opened up by itself. And when Peter walked through the gate, the angel disappeared. See, the thing about freedom, Peter had a part to play. Peter's part to play was to follow. See, and as he followed the angel, freedom became more available to him. See, as we follow the one who set us free, freedom becomes more available to you. It's ever-increasing, ever-widening, ever-broadening freedom. As long as we continue to follow the one who set us free. See, that's how we don't become dull. That's how, don't we, that's how we don't become slaves again. Freedom is a never-ending process. And as we continue to follow, we continue to be free. Yes. Follow the one who set you free. Jesus. He's the one. He set us all free. And he sent the spirit to help guide us, teach us, reveal truth to us, liberate us, transform us so that we might be the children that he's called us to be. We've been set free. We've been set free. Don't let that old flesh man bring you back into bondage. Continue to follow the one who set you free.